billows you are tempest-tossed. When you are discouraged, thinking all is lost, count your many blessings, name them one by one, and it will surprise you what the Lord has Praise the Lord, it is chat time. Now this week, we will continue our discussions of current events and scriptures. Praise the Lord. So I think it was either last week or the week before, I, I don't know, I think I mentioned that we would talk about vaccines because we were talking about, you know, whatever you decide to do, you should just consult the Lord. You should just pray and ask God what you should be doing instead of what everybody is telling you what you should be doing. 
You know, because that's what you should be doing in anything that you do. I mean, you should consult the Lord. He says, acknowledge me in all thy, in everything that you do, and then he'll direct your path. He'll tell you what you should do. You know, so I, because I said that, I got a lot of articles about vaccines, and I'm going to go from the oldest of the date to the, to the newest. And an article here that was sent to me was the teacher's union head backs vaccine mandate for educators. And this came from the Epoch, E-P-O-C-H Times. And President Randy Weingarten said uh, recently that she supports vaccination mandates for educators across the nation. In an interview with NBC, Weingarten revealed that the uh, American Federal Federation of Teachers, which represents 1.7 million employees in public education, is reconsidering its stance that vaccinations should only be voluntary. And she's saying since 1850, we've dealt with vaccines in school. It's not a new thing to have immunizations in school. As a matter of personal conscience, I think we need to be working with our employers, not opposing them on vaccine mandates. And so I said last week that I wanted to bring my leadership together, and we are, and we are this week to, you know, revisit and to reconsider our policy that we passed in October about voluntary I, I think vaccines. I think their, uh, their focus is off. Uh, we're not, I don't think people are opposed to immunization. I think they're opposed to this particular vaccine because it's not tested. It's not FDA approved. It's still still in the experimental stage. And people do not know the long-term effect. And and, I agree with certain vaccines, you know, and immunizations. I I agree with that. But this one is different in the fact, like, like you said, it's still in the experimental stage. And they don't know everything about what the long-term effect is, and I think what bothers some people, and rightly so, the negative effects the media doesn't cover. You find that through independent uh, stations, through independent resources, as far as uh, the things that go wrong, you know, with certain people who take the vaccine. And you don't hear the opposing side. You know, you just hear the push, you know, to get one, the push to get one, but you don't hear what happens to individuals who have gotten it and then they've had negative effects, side I effects. No, I've read some articles so, and I, and a person, a woman actually has, was all of a sudden, you know, she got the vaccine and then she woke up and she couldn't move her legs. And then before you know it, she was paralyzed. And I was thinking too that not just recently, um, there was this Delta airline pilot. He was fully vaccinated, and he died. And it's just becoming a like a division between the vaccinated and unvaccinated. The media is trying to push that, and doctors and scientists put right. they thinking that oh, vaccine is the way out. Vaccine is the way out. That's the only way we can get through this pandemic if everybody get vaccinated. But they don't tell you like the uh the long-term side effects and they don't want you to believe oh that's just so rare it's rare breakthrough but they don't understand that people don't want to become amongst the rare breakthroughs where you get sick where you get the long-term side effects and and you try to get 
vaccine, you try to get, you escape one thing and then you get something else that you really didn't plan for. And right. it's just, they don't want to talk about that. No. Yeah, I think somebody sent me an article too about Southwest Airlines flight attendant died of COVID after being fully uh, vaccinated. And they said that people would not die if you, or be hospitalized if you were completely That's, vaccinated. And they shouldn't say those things because they don't know enough about the vaccine. Do They do know that the effectiveness of the vaccine is declining and therefore now they're trying to come out with a booster, but you don't know how these uh, additional shots, how they're going to be affecting the body. Now, if a person gets it, that's fine. I'm not saying that a person's faith uh, lies in whether they take the vaccine or not. I'm saying if a person chooses not to because they have, they have reservations about how it was prepared, uh, about how it's being administered, and the data that they're collecting and not sharing, if a person feels, uh, well, I don't feel like taking it, even if it's FDA approved, because I'm thinking they're pressuring right. the administration right. to, to okay it, even though they might have doubts about the vaccine itself. Now, they, in this article about the Southwest Airlines, it said the attendant, flight attendant, it said that breakthrough cases, uh, death among the breakthrough cases are rare, the rarest cases. But, uh, but a close friend of this person said that he took every precaution. He wore a mask, he washed his hands, he sanitized services, he wiped down every hotel room he stayed in and got the vaccine and still he tested positive anyway in early July and he was put on a ventilator before he passed away just recently. Right, and I think ventilators are more harmful than helpful. And sometimes I'm thinking you can be, you can try to sanitize too much because you strip the body's ability to build its own immune system. You know, you have, your body has to be able to fight against. You gotta have some germs. Germs, it's so that your body can build up resistance to whatever it is that, that you're encountering. So, I don't get it. And I think too, um, they just had, they, they're so hypocritical on one thing, like when it comes to your abortion, they say, oh, you, you can have a right, your body, your choice. But when it comes to a vaccine, it's like, no, choice. it's not your choice. It's not your body either. Not your body, not your choice. And if you don't do it, if you don't adhere to the mandate, you can lose your jobs. And all of a sudden, uh, like a year ago, the nurses were heroes now. Heroes a uh, year ago. Now, they want to fire nurses now. Right. Yeah. And, and they're already at, at, a, at a shortage. So, you know, I just, I don't understand this sort of like this double standard, but if a person chooses to do it, that's fine, but don't persecute the people who make a conscious decision not to do it. And in Israel, uh, they were one of the few nations that came out with honesty and said 90% of their patients who have been hospitalized with COVID are the people who were fully vaccinated. And, and the surge has astounded them and they don't, they're at a loss for what to do because the vaccination was supposed to be their safety net. And the safety net basically has been pulled well, they out have, from underneath Israel them. has a high vaccination rate. Right, and then, the, so what, and that's, that's what they were saying, that the, they were amazed that the people who have been hospitalized are those and people who are- And about half of the 46 patients that were hospitalized vaccinated. are in severe condition mm -hmm. and they had been vaccinated. vaccinated right.
you know. So this article, for, it comes from Singapore uh, last month, and it says vaccinated individuals accounted for three quarters of Singapore's COVID infections in the last weeks, but, they're not, but they were not falling seriously ill. But I don't yeah, know. But I mean, how some, many are they? How do they keep that data? Right. They, and if they are keeping it, they're not sharing it. That's for sure. It says seven of the serious illness illness cases required oxygen. Another was in critical condition and intensive care. None of the eight have been fully vaccinated. I mean, you're, they're so quick to say that, you know, if you've been vaccinated or not. Yeah, and I was thinking too, like, like when they don't they don't really tell you the significance of like far as like when you're wearing masks now they'll say mask is required like we like in public schools now mask is required indoors okay now but mask is not required outside now what is it what's so significant about wearing masks indoors and not wearing them outside. I looks think, like it looks like I the virus can be I anywhere. Think you're more confined with people in the. That's how they tried to spin it. Airborne, right? Mm. It's, it's because you're in a confined space, but it appears then they shouldn't be upset when when people are attending outdoor activities and they're not masked, but they're upset about it. You know, so what difference does, does it make? You know, so if they're saying, well, we want you indoors to mask up because you're confined. When you're out, you don't have to. And then when you're out and you don't, they say, look at all those people without a mask. Well, I was listening to some kind of news program. I don't know if it was like national news or whatever. And they were saying, it, talking about kids in school and how the, the children shouldn't sit near the door. You know, and how they have all these um, air quality things in place mm-hmm. in each room and how it circulates and, and everything. And they're saying that if the, a child is sitting closest to the door, the draft is bringing all the air from the inside of the room toward the last person sitting closest to the door. And that they make them even more susceptible. Uh, but but I, I don't get it. I, I don't think they understand how it's spread, or if they do, they don't understand how to control the way it's being spread. They, they don't know enough about it to give all these mandates. You know what it reminds me of? When the bubonic plague was raging, and the rats were carrying fleas, and the fleas were biting the people, and the people were dying of the plague, and they were killing all the cats because they thought the cats were spreading. But the cats were actually keeping the population of the rats under control. So by killing the cats, the rats got out of control, and the bubonic plague <laughs> spread. They didn't know how, and I'm thinking this is what. So basically, they were killing. They were killing the hell. Right, and this is what <laughs> it reminds me. They don't know how it's spreading. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know if by uh, instituting these mandates, they don't know if they're spreading. COVID or not, they actually don't know. It's like the whole world is one big experiment. So there's this other article here where two Christian dental school students won a fight against the university's COVID-19 vaccine mandate. And um, this came from the Christian Post website. And uh, Liberty Council intervened on their behalf. So they were 
granted permission to continue their courses without being required to take the vaccine only after a letter was sent to the university from Liberty Council, which is a Christian law firm, that advocates for religious freedom and is representing the students. According to Liberty Council, the letter sent to the university by its founder, uh, uh, Matt Staver, said failure to grant requested exemptions to both students would violate both federal and state law. Forcing any person to receive one of these injections is a violation of federal law. A COVID injection is not licensed by the FDA and they are still in the investigation and experimental phase. So uh, these are just two students of many cases in the country that have fought back against their university's vaccination policies. Um, however, liberation from school vaccination mandates don't often come without a fight. And um, they applied for an exemption based on their religious beliefs and, de and it delayed response to their request because it claimed that there was unsubstantiated evidence um, even after both students explained their beliefs and, and what complying with their religious procedural requirements entails. So even if they were licensed by the FDA, employers and schools must respect a person's personal and religious decision to not inject a drug into their body. No employer or government may force or coerce anyone to take these injections, and certainly not when doing so violates sincerely held religious beliefs. And, and I feel like these places that are terminating people because they won't take the vaccination, I think they should be sued because if they're not contagious, if they have antibodies, which is what a vaccine is supposed to do, and you're going to fire them anyway, and they are basically healthy and don't have the virus and they have the antibodies, I think they have a good lawsuit. Uh, and I don't think people should be pressured to take it, and I don't think people should be pressured if they don't take it. I think it's personally left up to them, but to mandate it and to have people have to show identification you or to have interstate passports where you can't travel across county lines without showing some type of proof that you've been vaccinated is too much like, you know, Nazi Germany. This, this is crazy. So here's an article. came from the LGBTQ Nation website, and it says that the self selfishness of the anti-vaxxers places us all in peril. <laughs> I don't, I don't, How? I haven't seen any data, right? statistics that say that this person got COVID from a person who is not vaccinated. Right. I don't know if they, they're able and, to And what gets it. me is that if you've been vaccinated, then what are you doing getting COVID? Mm-hmm. That's supposed so to keep you from getting no COVID. It's no different than the flu. It's no, you know, you get a flu shot and you still could get the flu. But according to them, you're not supposed to get COVID. Anyway. Well, that's supposed to keep you from getting COVID. Right. Or if you get it, it's not supposed to be as severe. I'm saying they should stop giving these blanket statements like that. They just should just stop and say, we don't know. So in this article, it says, these words attributed to Albert Einstein come to mind when I think of all the people in the United States and other richer nations that refuse to vaccinate themselves, but not because they lack availability, but rather 
because they lack critical thinking faculties to separate facts from lies, science from conspiracies. And that the words were, two things are infinite, the universe and human stupidity. And I'm not sure about the universe. And that those are the words of Albert Einstein. Uh, yeah, but Albert Einstein was a hypocrite, so I'm sorry, Albert. <laughs> I mean, big time. But, but, you know, this is a very hot topic because it puts people in a confrontational yeah, uh, position because they might not want to get vaccinated. Or you might find somebody who wants to get vaccinated and the people that they're around are actually accusing them of having no faith. It's, it just, it's just the individual's choice. You should go to the Lord and ask the Lord what to do. So not, I- not your friend, not a relative. And they say, oh, ask your doctor. Not your doctor. Ask the Lord. Yeah. Someone I know got COVID, never ended up, thank God, in the hospital, uh, but is still suffering from long-term effects of COVID. And and this individual is thinking, because uh, being coerced by the doctor to get a vaccine, and the individual made an appointment to get an, uh, a vaccine, but then at the last minute, canceled because they're undecided. They don't know what to do and was telling me the other day that I don't know what I'm going to tell the doctor because I have a doctor's appointment coming up. I don't know what I'm going to tell the doctor, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm saying that you're just not comfortable with it right now, you know. Right. And then the individual was saying, well, I don't know if I get COVID again, I don't want to die from it, you know, but yeah. then I don't want to have the side effects. I she. But then you don't was know. saying I hurt so much now and I'm in so much pain now. Mm-hmm. I don't want even a fever from anything else, you well, know? Right, but but there's no assurance that if the person is vaccinated that they won't get COVID. So that's right. that's what scares me. And it getting so bad too that I was reading in the news uh, or I heard online on YouTube that it was this church in Georgia and um they're, they're requiring proof of vaccination if, if, in order for you to come to worship. If you want to come worship, you got to show proof of vaccination. I, I can find Jesus. Right, I didn't and, get that. And, and there are more churches that serve in the Lord besides that one. You know, I said, I have to show you proof. <laughs> that's, that's quite all right. Yeah. They only yeah. have to show proof of vaccination once. <laughs> that's what the Atlanta church I don't care. Said, That's one time too many. You only have to show it once. That's one time too many. And it's a Baptist church in, uh, mm-hmm. in uh, I forget where, Atlanta. Right. After that, the information is stored in a computer file. Right. And you can ask your doctor but you, if you want to, but you have to weigh what they tell you against what the Lord is telling you. Now, if you have no confidence or you feel like, you know... Science is science, then that's you. But please don't condemn somebody who says, well, I don't put my trust in science. So they, you know, this church uh, reviews safety protocols and gets updates on the trajectory of the virus and variants. In addition to the requirements, only 200 people are still even allowed in the church for Sunday service. They are socially distanced and they still must wear masks. Yeah, they probably should. And if you don't want to comply... I mean, you can still watch the services on Facebook, YouTube, and streaming services. Yeah. I mean, to each his own. 
I feel like in, in that sense. But this this trying to require people to do something to bend them to your will, to me, that's just uh, too anti-American. And then uh, this other article that was sent to me, it says a woman in Nevada is warning people, vaccinated or unvaccinated, to continue wearing masks and practice healthy distancing after her vaccinated husband died of COVID. She shared her story um, with KLS, I think that's a TV station, saying her late husband contracted the virus and passed away within a matter of weeks. To have seen what it did to him in a short time, it, I guess, was just, you know, appalling. She was married for 35 years. They both got sick at the same time, but her symptoms were mild and she recovered quickly attributing them to the vaccine but if he's if he got the vaccine you know why did he die then because i'm thinking maybe some people because like of their like immune your system. system like your sister's saying you're right some people are more affected than others so i i, I i'm saying whether you take it or not your bottom line should be you're trusting in the lord not not in some man-made concoction so Fauci has been warning Americans uh, that they Fauci. should expect a flood of COVID vaccine mandates after the FDA gives shots full approval. So they're really pushing that. Yeah, they're pushing the FDA to approve it when I'm thinking FDA doesn't want to approve it. I don't think they want to approve it. Well, I don't think that they have, um, I don't know. It's all a big money grab. They're trying to get money. I know the, pharmacy, Usually, the pharmaceutical companies are making out like It bandits. takes mm-hmm. years for mm-hmm. a drug to be approved. Mm-hmm. And this is being pushed through so quickly. Mm-hmm. All I have to say to people is that you ask God what to do. You ask Jesus what to do. You pray and ask the Lord to direct your steps mm-hmm. so you know what to do. And sometimes... If you just don't know what to do, I don't know what to do. Should I do this or should I not do this or should I? That means don't do anything because mm-hmm. I don't think you got an answer from God if, if you're that undecided. Right. I think you have to be rooted in your decision. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to say, well, yeah, the Lord told me or yeah, I feel I prayed about it and I'm very I feel very strongly about it, you know, um, but if you're undecided I just don't think you should do something while you're in that state of indecision. Right, because you don't know what could happen. You don't, you know, in anything, any decision that you make, whatever you decide to do, acknowledge the Lord. Praise the Lord and let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Today's verse of the day comes from Hebrews 11 and 6. But without faith, It is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Now, ain't God all right? God is all right. Praise the Lord. Last week's Food for Thought was, why should we cast our cares on the Lord? And the answer is because he cares for us. And that answer can be found in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, which reads, Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. This week's food for thought is, when you seek the Lord, when do you think you're going to find him? Hint, the Bible. And that's food for thought.